Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. What are the hidden lessons from Kerala's success? It's day 104 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 70,756 cases with 2,293 deaths. On May 1st, 92 days after reporting India's first case, Kerala reported zero new cases. Since April 6th, the number of active cases had begun to decline and it's now at under 20 active cases for the last 3 days. The state is bracing for a potential spike in cases with incoming foreign travelers and the resumption of some interstate and interdistrict travel. But it's still safe to say this. Kerala comprehensively and successfully kept the virus at bay with just four deaths until now. A lot of this is already well known. We know about the well-functioning public health machinery, ASHAs, Anganwadi workers, and the clarity of communication from the state government. So I spoke to Nidish MK, a terrific reporter for Mint who writes long-form stories for them from Kerala, about some of the less known and slightly less black and white parts of Kerala's response. For one, I wanted to ask him about the role of the police. Kerala might not have made people in quarantine send them selfies every hour like Karnataka or make their names and addresses public like Madhya Pradesh. But let's not sugarcoat the fact that enforcing a strict quarantine took some pretty authoritarian measures including from the police. Police I there was once uh, you know a specific example I remember about police for example in Kasargod district. Yes. Um this place was a mess initially. Right. Uh before they stopped the you know air services Right. uh there were people coming back from gulf and this was a district you know one of the dist- uh, districts where every second family member or in every third family will have a person in the gulf here was a district where gulf returnees were coming one after another and many of them were you know sliding through the checks or they were not having symptoms right. when they went but you know after a week we'll know that they 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 have developed positive they have tested positive Right. and we'll have to trace back their one week uh, contacts right uh, and also there was some kind of a local pressure against uh, enforcing quarantine so what the state did was they uh, posted this no nonsense guy from cochin uh, is a commissioner of cochin in uh, vijay sakre mm. uh, they dropped him in kasagod and from the next day onwards we see a complete reversal in the scene Right. Vijay Sakre is your typical dabang like police cop. Right. Uh, he went there, distributed the district into three, four, uh, you know, uh, regions. Mm. Couple of regions were um, marked as red, and they were put in absolute shutdown. Nothing mm. was allowed to move. Everybody mm. who went, who tried to move, were either booked in a case or were severely punished, and they were sent back home. So right. you know, there are some people who. who will obey when cm says something right. in the uh, in the live press conference at 5 pm right. there are some people who will obey if, if it's printed in the next day's paper right. there are some people who will only obey if they see cop on the street right right so that happened in kasagod the initial stages also this guy that district collector in kasagod 
uh, after a point uh, he said he he created a uh, you know uh, the most i would say the most important uh, thing that happened in kasaragod he said all those people who are uh, booked for violation of lockdown their passports will be compounded oh my god <laughs> they will not be allowed to travel to gulf again <laughs> now here is a you know a district where every family will have one person in the gulf right so the family members are clearly will the mother or the wife would say to the son or the husband yeah don't go out because your yeah. passport if you if you lose your passport you're of no use to us <laughs> the other non sugar coated part i wanted to ask nitish was this we all accept that the kerala model works and that no other state is better at welfare delivery than kerala but the crisis has also brought into focus the fact that a state that functions at first world country levels of public welfare simply cannot attract industry and investment and depends on remittances alcohol and tourism for almost all of its revenues nitish started by explaining what he thought was the key part of the kerala model first part of the uh, models which model to follow uh, you know i have been repeatedly saying this and i am a strong believer in uh, stories mm. we should really look at communities and how communities are shaped up rather than looking at these statistical models because the model has several flaws nobody is nobody you know uh, who has studied kerala model model would say it's flawless it's you know for all we say about the primary health centers in kerala we have a primary health center every 2 3 kilometers whereas the national average is 7 to 8 kilometers mm-hmm. but on the other hand 67 percentage of kerala go for private health care right and this is a state with one of the biggest you know out of pocket expenditure on health right how do you reconcile with a public expenditure so well established and right. a private health expenditure that's booming right so it has its model has it but the point is how communities have shaped up and how communities react to uh, something like a crisis the model actually helps in setting that framework but community really rose up to the challenge and uh, like you said Uh, there was hardly any kind of discrimination in giving treatment and there was a lot of empathy on the ground that really it, it it affected all of us who covered this that said nidish sees and writes on the limits of kerala's growth model limits that it is going to come up against right now on the second part uh, uh, the uh, it's a huge shock yeah uh, the remittances and the Yeah. especially the tourism economy has called yeah. tourism actually was having uh, quite a great uh, you know uh, going until early 2020 they had in 2019 uh, starting from the floods they had actually collapsed but in 2019 i remember they had a 17.5% or something of an increase that was the single biggest increase ever in kerala i see mm. and in 2020 from january february onwards Mm. since of uh, february uh, january and these three wuhan returnees came yeah. and all of these mega events were cancelled yeah. the mice events were cancelled yeah. uh, big hotels had a you know chain of cancellation so that started from there and right now like elsewhere it's absolute shutdown so yeah. uh, and remittances of course these guys you know yeah. the guys who are coming back now or who are the guys who are stranded there now yeah. uh, they actually lost their jobs uh, at least many of them didn't lost their jobs right on 
you know uh, in last month or uh, the month before their recession started months before covid many of them have not been sending money since jan right what happened is once they stopped sending money their families will be you know their wife and a kid yeah. uh, in trishul i spoke to this one guy who mm. who uh, who was sending 30000 every second month mm. uh, he back at his home in trishul uh, there's a wife and four kids mm. so he was saying you know they were literally saved by the ration shops in kerala in future in the coming months yeah. uh, nobody has any clue to be really honest uh, it's still not uh, uh, you know known with a lot of clarity how gulf will come back to work how uh, they will how hard is there, how severe is the recession how many companies will be shut how many sectors will be exposed that's all in the dark even now so yeah. it's 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 still in a survival mode i would say right. uh, not Uh, they are not really thinking about revival they are thinking about survival no one has it all figured out not even kerala for now for disease discovery containment and treatment for clear communication and for not weaponizing the disease to attack minorities the rest of the country has a lot to learn from kerala for the future kerala has its own learning to do thank you for listening This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurthy. Tomorrow a new question.